0: Welcome to the Hatch and Curiosity Podcast, where homeschooling families cultivate innovation through curiosity, creativity, and critical thinking. I'm your host, Christina Hatch. You're listening to a bonus episode in the Start Homeschool series. Now, we decided to call this one Stepping Into Your Power, not to be cheesy and Instagrammy, although we can be that way sometimes, but because as Cammie and I were talking about overcoming obstacles, we realized that there's a really, really important piece That almost needs its own conversation now this piece of the conversation comes as the power that we have as the main caretakers in our family as far as setting the tone in our home for an atmosphere of learning but we won't be able to set that tone unless we take care of ourselves and we take care of each other and so i would like to invite you into that conversation in this space because it really is that important of a conversation, and I didn't want it to get glossed over along with the other important setting up the homeschool messages that we're bringing to you in this series. So grab a cup of coffee or a hot cocoa or Diet Coke and sit down and enjoy this conversation with Cammie and I. You get to set the tone for that. You get to
1: create it. You get to decide.
0: And I feel like we that's another thing that is very understated a lot of times. You've heard that phrase, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, Right. Mm-hmm. Mama sets the tone. And if it's dad at home, then dad sets the tone. So your enthusiasm about learning will be contagious to your children or your lack of enthusiasm will be contagious to your children. If you want to have a home that has a calm atmosphere, then you need to invite your children into your calm instead of joining them in their chaos. You need to be able to set the tone for your day. And so if that means waking up a few minutes before the kids and having your morning cup of coffee or whatever it is that sets your day on the right path so that you can greet them in the morning and they know that you're in control and that you have a plan and we're going to follow a routine, you're going to create that sense of security and calm in your home, which will set the tone for the entire day. There's a lot more power that you have than you even realize.
1: Yeah, and with that, you know, make sure that you're taking the time for self-care. It's a big buzzword right now, but that's because it's so important. Do the things that you need to do to overcome that burnout, overcome that overwhelm, that fear of judgment, so that you can create the environment for you that you want for your family.
0: I have to say that I am, oh, how do I word this? My husband works out of town for a couple of weeks at a time, so I spend a lot of time solo parenting. And I always have his support all the time, which is phenomenal. I have a really great husband, not to brag or anything. It's just what it is. <laughs> but in the meantime, when he's gone, when he's out of town working, it's me and the kids all day, every day, homeschooling to the, from the moment I wake up till the moment I go to sleep. And honestly, It can get a little exhausting. It really can. There are times where I, honest to goodness, just need another adult to talk to for like three minutes. And so some of my self-care is going out on girls' nights or a book club or whatever else or walking upstairs and talking to my sister-in-law in in her kitchen while she makes dinner while I blow off making dinner myself for my family and put a pizza in the oven. Okay? (laughs) Like my self-care sometimes is having these experiences outside of the home And just taking a break from my kids being really real with you right now. It's just taking a break from my kids. Okay. So that I can come back and love them better after I've had that break. And it took me a long time to kind of be okay with this because when they were really little, I always felt so guilty Every single time I hired a babysitter because I felt so bad that my husband was working so hard to provide for this family. And then I'm just going to go spend that money so that I could just, what, be alone in my car for a few minutes. I just, I I don't know. It was weird. I just felt so guilty all the time about wanting to take any time for myself until finally it got to the point where I'm like, I need this. I need this, or I'm going to go crazy. And I finally just did it. I just hired a babysitter and I it was I was living in a very very small town in Alaska. For anyone from Alaska, I was living in Soldatna, so now you know. I went to Fred Meyer because it's the only thing in Soldatna. And I walked around and I shopped for necklaces and I, it was silence. It was beautiful silence. And when I came home, I felt so relieved and refreshed and I was a much better mother the next day. And it was that next day when I woke up feeling even more in love with my children than I had in weeks that I realized that it's okay to take care of me. It's not selfish for me to hire a babysitter so that I can be a better mother and feel better about myself doing the job that I need to do, which is the most important thing in my life. So if your thing is hiring a babysitter and leaving the house then that's okay if your thing is reading a book or taking a bubble bath then make time for that make it a priority because if you if your vessel is empty then you're not going to be able to fill theirs and i'll even
1: say if maybe your self-care can't come in the form of a babysitter or other things you know it's okay for your kids to watch a movie while you go read a book or well, you know, there are other ways, there are so many different ways and you could create that. And if you're still not feeling like you are rejuvenated, you might need to go a little deeper and just start writing everything that's in your brain and then figure it out. You know, there's, there's other ways to, to self-care that allow you to understand what's going on deeper, but that's a whole different topic. Just if you, if you feel like the walk didn't do it or the bath didn't do it, then you can go a little deeper into your brain to figure out what it is that your self-care needs to look like.
0: Yeah, take a minute to journal or meditate yeah. or reflect and then figure out what's not just like checking out for you but something that's actually gonna revive you and help you yeah. feel, feel better.
1: Yeah. Self-care is not buffering. It's not eating a package of cookies because you're so overwhelmed and cookies make you feel good. It's it's not scrolling through
0: Instagram or Facebook for hours, hours, staying up too late. And then starting the next day, even more exhausted and more fed up, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not checking out and entertaining yourself. It's actually
1: checking in Mm -hmm. to yourself and giving yourself the things you need to, like, like you said, Christina, fill that vessel back up.
0: What makes you feel more yourself? Is it being alone with your own thoughts? Is it creating something? Whatever it is should make you feel more alive and more refreshed and more ready to, you know, address your life when you're done with it. For extroverts, especially that can come in the form of spending time with your friends, with other people other people and so having a tribe is like the best thing in the world for you Mm -hmm. especially if you're an extrovert Mm -hmm. but even if you're not even if you're just like an an introvert who you know likes people on occasion (laughs)
1: yeah well even introverts you know find your two your one person that gets you that you can call and talk to or find find this small group You know, you might not need a big invigorating party or exciting atmosphere, but you still need people.
0: And And so so finding people people who are like-minded, right, who fill you up is going to make all the difference in the world. And that'll come with time. And The more you homeschool, the more you'll meet other homeschoolers and, you know, co-ops and activities and different things like that. And you'll find your people, but when you do, make sure that you make time for them and cultivate those relationships because they can be just huge in this entire journey that you're undertaking here.
1: One final note on that, serve them, let them know that you're there for them too, and that will enrich the relationship in ways
0: that really let you rely on each other. Yeah, it takes the barriers down when you are humble enough to let them take care of you and when you're, you know... Giving enough, bold to enough, enough to
1: take care of them. Yeah,
0: bold is a really good word because oftentimes we're like, "Oh, I would totally help her if I knew what was going on." And then there's the friend who like shows up and hand you muffins because they know that you've been crying exactly. all day, right? Yeah, like- yeah. Well, and sometimes
1: we get in this like, "I'm not sure. I don't want to step on her toes, or I don't want to make her feel worse if she's already having a hard time." Just be bold and show up with the muffins because I promise you,
0: she needs those muffins. <laughs> right? I know this episode was short and sweet, but I hope that it has inspired you to be bold enough to be the friend that shows up. And not just for others, but for yourself as well. I want you to recognize the power that you have to influence your families and to lean into that instead of shying away. To take care of the one who nurtures, teaches, and cultivates that atmosphere of love and learning in your home. And join us next time as we dive into the blessings and joys of homeschooling with our special guest, Julie Porter. As always, until then, stay curious.